1887, a group of former slaves ventured into Mississippi swampland, beating back blizzards, mosquitoes, and wild animals to form what would become the first all-black town in America. Mound Bayou had its own government, hospital, schools, even a zoo. Like so many other small towns across America, Mound Bayou's population has dwindled over the past decades. We went to see what the town is like today. I'm Brilliant Bow. I'm Rose Gilbert. Welcome to Jewel of the Delta. People from Mount Bayou introduced themselves to outsiders by saying first, their name, and second, where they went to school. In the town, education isn't only about what you learn, it's about where you learn it. For generations in Mount Bayou, that was John F. Kennedy High School. A year and a half ago, when the school board decided to shut its doors, it was devastating. They merged the schools with its arch rival. Today, the effects of that decision are still felt by parents and students. Mallory Williamson and Jeffers Guthrie report. It's 7.30 in the morning, and students are filing past the metal detector at Northside High School. The principal stands just on the other side, greeting students as they turn toward the cafeteria. He's just starting his first year, but he's not alone. Everyone's pretty new here. Northside High, the product of two schools that consolidated in August 2018, is just over a year old. It's housed in nearby Shelby, and students from Mount Bayou travel five miles each morning to get there. As the morning bell rings, the day starts with Principal Hardrick's announcements. Northside seems like any other high school. But just over a year ago, half the students here and their families were enraged at the recent closure of JFK in Mount Bayou. The school board only gained authorization to shut it down two days before last year was set to begin, making the transition to Northside, the new school, especially jarring. Many were already practicing for fall sports like football, whose season was canceled just days before kickoff. We was in the moment at JFK, like we was... We was practicing. We thought we was going to have like a good season, like depending on our practices. Then once the news got out, I mean, it was, it was heartbreaking, but we had to deal with it. We wasn't we could do it better. That's DeVay Seabury, a junior at Northside who attended JFK for three years before consolidation. We was all mad. We was all mad. And we, was, we were doing all this practicing, all this work over the summer. Then they changed it. I mean, like, could have waited another year. Really, the how we was thinking at the time. Many Mound Bayou residents still have difficulty grappling with the bizarre events leading to JFK's closure. Much of the resentment over the decision stems from the way it was handed down. The initial decision was announced on the evening of January 22, 2018. Jackie Lucas, Mound Bayou's town alderman, was one of about 200 attendees at that month's school board meeting. A crowd that large is unusual. But the citizens of Mount Bayou have heard rumblings that a big decision might be on the board's docket. The lady said, I heard from the street commission that you were going to close JFK. Is that true? And that's when, that's when the superintendent told the community that they had planned to close JFK. And it's just been a struggle ever since then. That struggle began immediately after the decision was announced. 
Ms. Lucas and a group of fellow JFK alumni quickly took legal action to stop its closure. They won an injunction to keep the school from shutting down until a state judge ruled. And, as the school year drew near, it looked like JFK would survive one more year. So the, the day before school started, they had told us they would just go on and get your uniforms and things. JFK will be open this year. And the day before school started, the judge issued his ruling. And that ruling was consolidation. Not everyone was nearly so surprised. Preston Billings, Bolivar County Supervisor, is from Mount Bayou, like Jackie Lucas. He since moved to Shelby, but unlike practically everyone in Mount Bayou who resent the decision, Billings believed the merger was inevitable. Consolidation was coming. To me, both schools are failing. Billings lived just down the road from Shelby's police department in the second largest house in town. He's 66 years old, but works out every day, slicks back his hair, and only wears black. He calls himself Babe, but it's fair to say that the people on both sides of this debate take issue with him. If you ask me right now, are you Democrat or Republican, I'll tell you no, I'm a realist. You can't tell me two plus two is three, and you're going to tell me two plus two is five. I'm a realist. Two plus two should be what? Four. And Billings didn't think the math added up to justify keeping both schools open. At one time, we could put 800 plus at Broad Street, probably close to four or five, maybe six at JFK. Enrollment was 131 to, I think, 142 here. Both schools, you couldn't come up with 300 kids. Do you see the condition we were in? Not enough students, not enough finances, too many teachers. The towns of Mount Bayou and Shelby share a longtime rivalry. Just as their two high schools faced off on the football field, the towns have a history of resentment. It's for this reason that Billings thinks Mount Bayou residents let their prejudices get in the way. They hate Shelbyans with a passion. Miss Lucas disagrees. She says her pride in Mount Bayou's unique history doesn't influence her feelings about Shelby. They don't like us. It's not that we don't like them. They don't like the people from Mount Bayou because they, they say we think we're more than they are. I say it's not that. The general thrust here in this community is you're not any more than anybody else and you're certainly not any less than anybody else. Especially for older Mount Bayouans, the pain in JFK shutting its doors isn't really from losing athletic teams. It isn't from the slightly longer commute. The real reason runs much deeper. Residents like Miss Lucas saw its closure as an insult to the legacy of Mount Bayou's founders who embraced education as liberation from slavery. Coming out of slavery, they thought so highly of education. They had school in the founders' home until they were able to build a facility. They did all of that. And we can't maintain it. Nobody else had, no other black communities had a school. We had Mount Bayou High School. Even though they called it JFK, it was still Mount Bayou High School. It's the pride of having their own school that keeps Miss Lucas fighting. The educational institution here in Mount Bayou, regardless of the name, that's our school. We know that. 
we cherish that. And I can't give it up. It's obvious that parents and community members continue to mourn the lost history once embedded in JFK's walls. Many, like Miss Lucas, vow to continue their fight against the decision. But students at the new Northside High School, even those initially skeptical of the merger, are learning to embrace the new normal. We'll have that story in the next episode. This is Jeffers Guthrie and Mallory Williamson for Jewel of the Delta. Special thanks to the students, teachers, and families at Northside High School. Coming up, our next episode takes us back to Northside High School, where the football team prepares for a run at the state championship as the towns of Mound Bayou and Shelby come to terms with their shared school. You're listening to Jewel of the Delta.